All right, welcome to another episode of Three Dudes One Hoop. I'm Mike. I'm here with my boys Easy and Benny. Yo, what's and good? Hey, we're gonna talk about the finals today. We're gonna <laughs> get into it. Um, just a little roundup of where we are currently. Today's is Saturday, July 10th. Um, the Suns are up 2-0. They play again tomorrow, Game Three, in Milwaukee. Um, seems like uh, Suns are kind of on the fast track to winning. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but first, I want to give our finals picks slash finals MVP. We're also going to talk about uh, kind of our thoughts on the key players, and we're gonna do we're gonna do CP3 talk today. Yeah. Kind of go through the legacy. Um, you know where he stands all time a little bit in that conversation compared to other era players of his era. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, so let's give our finals picks first. I'm, yeah. I think I know who we're all gonna pick, yeah. but I'll go ahead and start with you, Easy. So initially, before the series, I was the idiot that picked Bucks and Six. Um, I acknowledge that. Um, I'm right there with you. I mean, <laughs> ha, fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, it, hypothetically, it could still be Bucks and Six. I'm not mathematically out of it. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go Suns. They're just, man, they're just playing insanely well. Like it's just. It's beautiful to watch. I've yeah. like some people say it's like Spurs, like Spurs basketball with the passing. I'm like, it's not even like Spurs basketball because it all starts with that pick and roll. It's very simple. It, not well, not not that it's very simple, but it's like it's very fundamental. Yeah, like it's a pick and roll. DeAndre Aiden typically waits on the screen a little bit to see where the defender's going. Based on that, he'll either roll or go to the next guy. You have two guys in the wings that are able to shoot that move with the point guard depending on where he's going, and then you got CP3 going to the paint if he has the mismatch. Or he just kicks it out. It, it's it's so simple, but you need the right personnel to even yeah, execute yeah, that properly. Exactly. Like if right. you don't have Mikael Bridges, if you don't have Jay Crowder on the wings able to shoot or penetrate, that doesn't work. Well, they have a really nice play um, with Mikael Bridges and Crowder, yeah. where one of the guards will have the ball on one of the wings, whether it's right or left. Aiden will be in the post, and whenever Aiden's man is fronting him, so like when he the man that's guarding him is like in front of him, right. He kind of has the space behind, right? Like he has, it's Aiden, it's the the defender, Aiden, and the basket in that order, right? When you're looking mm-hmm. at it from the ball handler's perspective, the other player is all the way on the far side on the other wing. He'll do like a flash from the other three point corner, or he'll run to the free throw line. The guard throws him the ball. He catches it at the free throw line, mm-hmm. and in that moment, the, the the two defenders that are on Aiden and then now the new ball yeah, handler drag another they, guy yeah, they drag up to him right. and they literally just lob it up into Aiden it works every single time it's so it, great but before we get into more of the minutia can you talk about Benny why you picked the Suns before the series started because you're the only one of the three of yeah. us that picked the Suns so I, I also picked Bucks and Six now obviously I'm <laughs> changing that but but Benny why did you pick the Suns before we had a, we had a conversation like off pod a couple weeks ago where I compared uh, this team to last year's Heat team right um Shout out Miami Heat. Shout as out Miami always, Heat. Every podcast. It's not a three dudes one hoop. podcast without these guys talking about oh, the yeah. Miami yeah. Heat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Didn't make the playoffs. Going back to the Miami Heat from last year's team, they didn't make the playoffs the year before that. Mm-hmm. They had a very bright young star in Bam Adebayo, but the team still wasn't doing anything. They bring in Jimmy Butler um, to mentor Bam Adebayo, mentor the rest of the players that were coming in. The Tyler Heroes, Kendrick Nunn, mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson was starting to come into his own. And they just seem to get along very, and understand each other very quickly and very well. And they got hot. And the way they dismantled the Lakers and who did they play again in the second round? Denver. Was Denver. It, yeah, Denver. Denver. Yeah. Even though they didn't have Jamal Murray, but still Denver was a very good team without him regardless. Yeah. And the Clippers, how they were able to withstand that pressure 
of even being underdogs in that series, whether they had Kawhi Leonard or not. And the whole time they were hot the whole time. They played together the whole time. They didn't lose their identity at all at any point in the playoffs, whereas we had questions about that for, like, the Clippers, for the Lakers throughout the throughout the season. The Nuggets, when they lost Jamal Murray, you know, what's their thing? The Jazz, when they were, when they were playing. Um, but the Suns stayed consistent throughout the entire playoffs, and that's why I thought that, you know, and even the Bucs had questions themselves right. at points during the season and the playoffs. So that's why I felt pretty comfortable picking the Suns. I did say Suns in seven, so maybe I wasn't as – confident in them but, <laughs> right. but I think that was not as strong yeah it wasn't as strong as what I may be making it seem like yeah. but I mean, the Bucks were just so hot it felt like going into I mean, the yeah man yeah. yeah it's not even just that they were hot yeah. for me it's like who was left like that too like just think about it they had just um, first round they played who did they play I don't even remember who they played first round they played the us. Lakers they played the, they the played heat. the Heat they and the that heat. was a decimation yeah. oh you're talking <laughs> about the Bucks the Bucks. yeah I was yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Bucks oh, and sorry. then I'm talking second round was um, Brooklyn which they that was that was impressive. Yeah. That was impressive, yeah. but again, the Nets yeah, not, were no not Harden, barely no Harden, no Kyrie, no Kyrie, Kyrie wasn't there. For most of the KD series. almost beat a healthy Bucks by team. themselves. Yeah, yeah by, by, himself. by, uh, by literally a half a shoe size by a, was the by, by a the, shoe that he decides yeah. to wear because he likes a size a little bit bigger yeah. instead of wearing the size seventeen that he fits in. He wears a size 18. yeah. He would have hit that three because <laughs> of that. Yeah. They don't win the series, but literally. point being, they get through them and then. They're playing Philly, right? Or no, it wasn't yeah, Philly. Philly. No, no, Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. Philly had already lost Atlanta. I give, I give yeah. too much credit to Philly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shout out um, Philly being garbage. It just feels like Philly should have gone farther. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> That's I what it keep is. Failing. That's what sorry, it is. I forget that Ben Simmons is Ben yeah. Simmons. But, um, right. And Doc Rivers is Doc Rivers. But I digress. Um, <laughs> Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta was great. But again, it's a lot of guys. And then Trey Young, unfortunately, with the referee, had that bone bruise. We don't know what could have happened. Maybe yeah. they would have won. Maybe they wouldn't have. We right. don't know. But... um. They still earned that series. Like, yeah, I think still, the Bucks would have gone past either so way. So I think they would have won either way. Right. And then they head into the finals, and you're just thinking, like, man, if Giannis is healthy, the way Chris Middleton's playing, the way Brooke Lopez is playing, the way Bobby Portis was playing recently, Drew Holiday, even if he doesn't score offensively, his defense is next level. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is that's – his, that's his bag. That's what you're paying him for. You just think that they're going to make more of a series out of it, but once again – They still could. I mean, they could, but I'm saying in a hypothetical scenario right now, what we know right now is that Chris Middleton will probably bounce back, that he tends to bounce back. Drew Holiday ain't going to bounce back. He might have one good game, but he's not going to bounce back. I don't trust him. I don't yeah. trust him offensively. Yeah. I really don't. I have a little bit more faith, but I understand where you guys are coming from. He, I, I saw the stats based on Eric Bledsoe's Bucks career playoffs. He shoots the same as Eric Bledsoe. It's the same oh, percentages God. with a worse free throw percentage, mind and you. a worse contract, and a worse contract. But uh, like, again, like uh, no knock on Drew Holiday because the defense that he provides, you could say Eric Bledsoe is a great right. defender, but I prefer Drew Holiday on defense. Yeah, and it was that Bucks defense that really is the reason why I picked them because I just thought defensively they they could hang with anybody. They're throwing PJ Tucker out there, they're throwing you know Drew Giannis, Drew Giannis, Lopez even Lopez is good. Like Bryn Forbes from the three, Bryn Forbes with the three. Like it felt like they would have, they should have performed team, better at least on defense. But the Suns shoots, are just so good. A team that shoots top three field goal and three point line in the season and is play, shooting well throughout the playoffs. Should not go into the final struggling like this. And a team yeah, that that def- that talented defensively, the Suns are still getting whatever they want. Yeah, that's it, the thing that's so that's so shocking to me. They get whatever shot they want. Chris Paul yeah. and Devin Booker can do whatever they want out yeah. there. Yeah, and every and DeAndre Ayton, just like you were talking about that play that they're running, like they they're getting to their to their areas on the floor and easily get their shots whenever they want. And the Bucks and, don't have a counter. Yeah. And they even talking matchups, they haven't played a team like this. If you think about it, they played the Heat. 
which I don't. Yeah, we all know that was the guard. So Brooklyn right. would have been the closest thing, right? But not even Brooklyn because they don't have any guards. Yeah, if they if they were healthy, right? So I'm yeah. I'm thinking from a perspective, they played the Hawks, which is like a light version of the of the of the Suns. Clint Capella, <laughs> Trey Young, and Kevin Werder, great. Or Boyan or Bogdan Bogdanovich, John Collins, great. Now Boyan. from there, you're gonna play CP3, Devin Booker, and now DeAndre Ayton, who has blossomed into this like top five center. Incredible, now. yeah. Like arguably top five. Like I, I think we he's, say, he's definitely upped his value a lot right after, and after I, like from that perspective it's like you, you're playing an upgraded version yeah. of the hawks and you couldn't beat the hawks until it was what game six or five game six or six six, six. Yeah. they went six yeah it went to six yeah so yeah. You, you you got taken by the hawks to six and now you're playing an upgraded version of that yeah I, from a perspective now that i'm thinking about it in hindsight i probably yeah. shouldn't have picked the bucks yeah, yeah. but it was in the moment it was in the yeah. moment I, yeah. I had a faith in a team that's able to right. shoot top three and you know i Again, the, the Suns are just killing it. They're yeah. really just killing it. And so going off that, so w- I think we all obviously are picking the Suns to win the series. Where Who do we think is going to win finals MVP? I feel like we're all probably going to have the same answer for that. But Chris I'm, Paul. So Chris I'm Paul. looking at Benny first okay. because... I, CP3. I like okay. I'm going CP3 based on the first two games. I don't know how you can't. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Is there, is there, let, let me frame the question a different way. Is there anybody else who <laughs> you think uh, would have a good chance at getting it over the next, let's say, two to four games that this series may go Devin that's it Devin that's if we're he's assuming the Suns right win now. though I mean he's my runner up because yeah. you can't give it to the other team unless like you, what, what, is there a world where DeAndre Aiden gets it no 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 no. no. But that, this, much, this is if we're yeah. assuming the Suns win in this scenario this is assuming the Suns win assuming which, our Giannis, Giannis could definitely yeah. like right. after his performance in game two yeah but a, we're, we're going with the assumption that they're that winning that Suns win yeah. because that's Just what based our off of our prediction it seems like yeah I mean CP3 is a a pretty runaway favorite. Uh, we'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, but first, I want to talk about... Well, we already did our thoughts on both teams. A- any other players, I guess, on the Bucks side, because we've done a lot of Suns talk. Right. Any other players on the Bucks side? Um, I guess we can talk about Giannis a little bit. Uh, how, what do you guys... What are you guys seeing from him? Um, obviously, from game one to game two, it seems like game two, he had a really strong performance. Uh, game one, he had the stats, but we all saw that second half where he kind of faded. Game two, he went up a second level. What does he need to do over the course of the next two games? Or is he already doing enough and there's just other players that he need to get more contribution from? I think he needs divine intervention. I think, divine intervention. I, I, think, <laughs> I think what Giannis needs is for his teammates to actually shoot well. Like, it's, yeah. it, this isn't on him. Like, we can't... Like, yeah, sure, he faded away the first half of the first game. But, like, again, coming off injury, he didn't play. He needs to get his momentum back. The yeah. offense needs to know what the offense is with him on the court. That's what I was telling at least another group chat that I'm in. I was saying... It's better to get him back early. Yeah, you risk the injury, but at the same time, you don't want to find out that your team can't play with Giannis in Game Three when you're already down, like your back's against the wall. Maybe you're one-one already. Yeah, the Bucks like, are wasting like a miraculous comeback, right? Like from you, this dude's injury, they that, are wasting yeah. Giannis's like prime in in this finals. Not talking about his whole career right now because we don't yeah, know how yeah. it's gonna go. But like, you are this missing run. a key opportunity where you cannot like that team's not gonna be able to get upgraded. This team is pretty locked. It's locked in. It's yeah. very hard to find another player that's going to make enough of a difference to make the finals and win the finals. You're not trading Drew Holiday. You can't. No one's going to take that contract. And even if they do, you're not going to get like a star back. I think we can agree on that. He's already been traded once from New Orleans. So it's going to be a lot of quarters and dimes for, you know, a dollar basically. Exactly. Dollar. Like you're just going to be like testing yeah. different things just because you need to try something to win. It's not going to be because you think that that's the difference. This was the team that was the difference. Like, this is what you put your investment in. You put all these picks in. So you are wasting Giannis's 40-point game and losing by 10. And yeah. 
again, like, no knock on Giannis. There was one play, I think, in the fourth that he turned the ball over when it was a six-point game. And that's when it left. Like, that's when I saw that play, and I'm like, that's that's the game. Like, that is the game. No knock on Giannis. But, like, there's certain situations where, like, maybe he can watch that, like, that ball control. Like, you want to make something happen so badly. But if you see that your your team is, like, close right now, try doing some safe stuff. Don't try to force it don't try to do too much like well you know again it feels like he has to i mean if they lose which it seems like they will no one's gonna blame Giannis. it's gonna be his his surrounding cast the drew holidays and the this is cleveland san antonio lebron lebron that's what it feels like that's what it feels like it's feeling a lot like it's gonna get to a point where Giannis isn't gonna know what else he has to do yeah it's it's i hate saying that he signed the extension so like he's there for a minute but, like, it's getting to that – It's I feel that vibe where, like, every year it's going to be something that happens where, like, Giannis is just going to be dominating and something's going to happen that his team just doesn't step up. Yeah. And it's just going to be one of those unfortunate situations where it's, like, he's going to leave at some point, my own take, but that's eventually. Yeah. We'll talk about what's happening right now, and what's happening right now is that his team's not stepping up. Well, can we also talk about Budenholzer for a second? Because, like, Stop again, going. they're not playing Giannis at the five. You have Brook Lobos out there. So, like, what the hell is he doing? Well, he has to try something now in game yeah. three now that he's down 2-0. But, like, yeah. we've seen through with his history, whether it's last year or even the year before that against Toronto when they were up 2-0 and still lost the series, mm-hmm. that he does not make adjustments. It's kind of like the same complaints that we had about Doc Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. They're, nice. they're kind of the same, in my opinion. It, I, obviously, I think we all, would all trust Doc more. But it's just, like, from game to game, they're not making – he's not making Pornholzer, those adjustments. So, it's – I just talked to the assistant coach at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, I, I'm not going. If you're to Giannis, you're I'm just not, like I'm, ignoring Bud. I'm not going to Doc or Bud. I'm, I'm going straight to the assistant coach. I'm going to like, I'm going to my teammates before. Yeah. I don't even. You got to try something, man. Heck, God, yeah, he has God. to do something. And then even if even if it doesn't work, at least him trying something will give at least the players like at least some more incentive to at least try. Because right. if they're doing the same thing and it's not working, the players at some point are just gonna want to give up. And they're like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting destroyed. We're down two zero. Um. If Bud wants to try something, I think the players would naturally respond a little bit better, at least for some, at least for some moments, and maybe make it a series, maybe win one game. Yeah, at this point, you like you were saying, you just got to try something different because the Suns players are doing whatever they want. And real quick, I wanted to read off uh, the stats for for their top players for the big three. For who? Phoenix. For Phoenix. So Booker's averaging twenty nine, oh uh, twenty nine points on forty percent shooting from three. 43 from the field so it's kind of he's shooting 40 percent from the three 100 percent from the free throw line by the way just i don't know if he's been there well he's had he's averaging five free throw attempts a game i mean that's that's, that's respectable that's, that's pretty good great. yeah I mean, it's better be higher honestly it's perfect he's, yeah. <laughs> like, he's just i mean when you're shooting 40 percent from three you're not gonna cut too much yeah, yeah true. chris paul 27 and a half on uh 58 from the three 56 percent for uh overall and eight rebounds and how many, 58 uh, from how many three, bro. Sorry, eight, eight, eight assists. Any eight and eight and a half assists, four rebounds. Four rebounds, and how yeah. many? How many steals? One steal a game. Okay, so he's making. Yeah, he's making. He's, he's doing. He's doing it he's all over the court. DeAndre Aiden, sixteen points, fifteen rebounds. Uh, he's shooting sixty percent from the field, eighty nine percent from the free throw line. I didn't realize how good of a free throw shooter he was until he's, like he's, this series. He's good. Like, yeah, he's very good. Like, so I see. I, I at want least to the Bucks are holding him to under seventy percent from the field. <laughs> that's that's my point. I want to read those stats to, to show how ridiculously efficient the Phoenix Suns' offense is. And again, all of our perceptions before the series started was okay. Bucks are probably the best do defensive you, team. Do and you this have is crazy. the stats? For the other guys there, or I have for McCall Bridges. Tell me, Mikael Bridges. Okay. I'm just curious about what the other guys are doing. I know Jay Crowder's not playing well. 
Or yeah, so so I'll start with Crowder first. Crowder is shooting thirty percent from three, so yeah. hot and cold. Yeah, hot and cold. Crowder. He's only averaging six points. Um, Mikhail Bridges is twenty and a half points <laughs> on thirty eight percent from the free throw line. I'm oh, sorry for the three point line. Uh, forty six from the field. So Mikhail Bridges is averaging twenty points, and he's your fourth best player. I mean, his th- that game two that he had was incredible. Right, he was, that, yeah. everything from that corner is a hot corner. But what right? I'm yeah. saying Everything's is that like, in. if your fourth best guy. Is averaging twenty points in the You finals. got a problem if you're the. You Bucks. have a problem. You have yeah. a big like, problem. The, the, you defense. are not just not playing defense on their stars. Yeah. Mikel Bridges is only like what period. like a twelve or thirteen point per game player. Like Mikel Bridges can is be more like than 15. that. I think he's fifteen. He's like a fifteen point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he's getting better, but like, yeah. There's no reason that if you can't stop their stars, you're not stopping. Yeah. Their How players. is he this much better against a team that is supposedly one of the top defense? Right. It doesn't make sense. The jump that he's making from series to I series mean, at this point, it's like crazy. I just want to. Shout out, Mikhail Bridges was drafted by Philly. And yes, traded. I remember. His mom worked for Philadelphia, if you remember that draft. Yep. His mom worked in Philadelphia. <laughs> so excited that. that they got his son. They ESPN interviewed her. And then, like, not even 10 minutes later, he was traded to traded. Arizona. There's a couple former Sixers on, on that team. There's Dario, too. Dario, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was injured right now. I call him yeah. a, more of a former Timberwolf. Uh. <laughs> a former Timberwolf. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Bucks got problems. Um, you know, I just want to mention some of those other players over there. I didn't know um, that Mikhail stuff. I, I asked Mikhail yeah. because I was like, I feel like he's doing so well right now. Yeah. No, I mean, just based off that last game, I was watching that. You know, especially in the first half, he was going off from that corner. And Crazy. So it was incredible. But so now we're going to transition to uh, probably the most important player in this series and all of our. He's he's our pick for Finals MVP for each one of us. All the storylines come from him. It's it's Chris Paul. So, you know, we're going to get into a little legacy conversation. I guess first we can start with uh, his performance just in this run as a whole with this Phoenix team. Um, I guess I'll throw it to you first, Benny. What what do you think? What are you looking at when you see Chris Paul year 16 leading a team to the NBA Finals? The same thing he's always done. The same thing he's always done is just this time for once, like everything is aligning well for him. Mm-hmm. He was injured against the he was he missed the first two games against the Clippers, I think, right? I think so, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I was starting to think that, oh my god, are you serious? Like they looked so good and then now they're gonna lose him against the Clippers. They yeah. might lose a game or they might even lose both, and then he's gonna come back, he's not gonna look the same. But nope, the Suns were able to win both games. The Clippers lost Kawhi. So for yeah. once something went in Chris Paul's favor, at least for and from an opponent's perspective. Yeah. And he he's always he's always been able to do this. He just hasn't been able to play on that stage for a whole bunch of different reasons. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul's again, like I'm not gonna say that Chris Paul's been phenomenal these playoffs compared to other years. Like he, I mean it's year sixteen. He had the he had the great game to close it out. Right. He had that, but if you look at his stats from before the finals, they're good. They're good. I, I would say Devin definitely was the catalyst of what was going on for that team throughout the playoffs. But he's having a good playoffs. He's He's not, again, we're, we're hyping it up a lot because it's Chris Paul's first time in the finals. He's right. making a deep run. His team is phenomenal. So I, I think a lot of what he's doing in the playoffs was a product of what his team does more than anything else. He's in else. a great system for him. He's in a great yeah. system. He's with a coach that knows him from his rookie year. He has actually a second guard on his team exactly. now that he can go to mm-hmm. for ball handling and all the other good stuff. Right. So it's it's this whole thing of like, he does. He doesn't need to be the guy, right? And he doesn't have that pressure. Devin Booker needs to be that guy, and Devin Booker has been that guy to a, a lot of people's shock. Because before it was the whole empty stats argument, mm-hmm. but now he's proven like he can be the 
number one scoring option on a championship team. Yeah. The only series we couldn't see Chris Paul play well was against the Lakers because he he had, he had, I forgot what injury he had, but he was only averaging like 10 points a game there. I think he was coming off a shoulder. Something like that. And he just, he just didn't look himself, but he's more than bounced back. I think the other three series. Even, but even from an efficiency standpoint, it's good. But it's not what he's doing in the finals. Like that's why I'm trying to make the difference. Yeah, yeah, he right he, now. he looks better like, now in the finals. He's that's doing in that's the finals. he's gotten better every round. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what he's doing in this finals, in these two games, is a man who has never been to the finals, sixteen years, and is like, We're winning. Like yeah. we're we're gonna win. Like this is not I'm not gonna let this happen. Like I'm not gonna yeah. lose. I refuse. And for me it's the scoring that's yeah. you know, really impressive. I didn't think that he had this in him. Like this still. late in his career, but did he, he always had this in him, right? He's he was always a guy who can get any bucket he wanted to. He just chose to be the point guard and play yeah. pass first and lead the team. So I think it also stuff. came like later in his career too, when he developed more of like that shooting off the dribble yeah. ability. Because like yes. he was able to, he was more of like a slashing guy to go into the paint, right? Before, but he's developed into that his complete player. Is, mm. But he's got such a nice form now, right. and he, he relies more on it now, obviously because yeah. he has to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just. What he's doing in the finals right now in terms of a scoring aspect of a shooting ability yeah. has been insane. And we were talking off pod that his his form for that shot is so aesthetically pleasing. I was looking at a video. They're talking about his shoulder is perfectly in line with his elbow. It's like a perfect 45-degree angle. It, it's really, like, incredible stuff. Like, it's, you know, you, you put this in a college 101 how to shoot the basketball course. Chris Paul is a perfect example. So, incredible stuff from cp3 but let's go now to his legacy um so what does this finals run and especially a finals w uh a ring on that finger mean for him i guess all time i know we don't have our rankings totally in mind but uh, for you benny where do you where do you think he would sit all time if he wins this i for as a point guard third third behind magic and curry probably okay easy i i'm not gonna argue that it's it's, yeah. it's magic curry and then cp3 after this finals if if he gets finals MVP, yeah, and if he gets the ring, he needs the finals MVP. Yeah, I'm not saying that like I'll put him lower because he doesn't get it, but in terms of like solidifying him as a number three point guard all time, I would say like to keep him there, he needs the finals MVP. Yeah, I want to put him fourth. I, I feel like I want Isaiah Thomas ahead of him right now. If he wins, is that is that a hot take or is that? I, I think it is. I think that's. A, I think I think even John Stockton is better than Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I think that's also a hot take. Just, just going off the rings, back to back rings. I have like a, those finals performances. Was Oscar Robinson considered a point guard? Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to. I want to put him one. even in my top five. You're gonna put Isaiah Thomas three, but not Oscar Robertson. I mean, I just feel five. like the era, and also, you know, oh my gosh, I don't. I don't know. I just feel like the era. Do we want to get into I hold it. Right now? We don't have to get into it right no, now. We can do this on a different. <laughs> but I think I think he's a resounding top five, a top four. Oh, man, I don't. Yeah. I think you're overrating Isaiah a little bit. No, I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about CP3. Oh, for all, CP3? In terms of all of our rankings, I think he's a resounding. I think CP3 is most definitely ahead of Isaiah Thomas. Okay, fair enough. I can like give you a couple reasons why, and you can go like, for bounce it. Yeah, off that. go for it. And no disrespect to Isaiah yeah. Thomas because he's a great point guard. Yeah. And he's a great defender. Mm-hmm. But CP3 is a better defender than Isaiah Thomas. I Ooh, I don't okay. think that's a debate really. You can look at even the All NBA defensive teams yeah. and stuff like that. Like, yeah, Isaiah's great defender, twelve time All Star. Mm-hmm. Um, his steals are great, you know. But CP three, as a defender, as six feet by the way, he's not just like a right tall guard. Like he's yeah, a, Isaiah was a taller guard. I think yeah. by much really six three. Um, I think he was like by a couple inches. No, Isaiah was six one. He was six one. Six one. Yeah. Right. So it's not much of a height difference, but CP three okay. at his height had. He's a six-time steel champion. He's a 10-time All-NBA. And on top of that, 
I'm trying to find the All-NBA defensive teams here. He's a nine-time All-NBA defensive team. I just feel like when, with Isaiah, those finals runs are so impressive. You're talking about Larry Bird. You're talking about going through Magic. Do you know his team? Well, his Joe, team was incredibly. I know his team was stacked, but those Bill other Lambert, teams were also stacked. Dennis Rodman. The Lakers were stacked both those years. Okay. And he beat them both those years. But I wouldn't say he beat them. Well, he had great performances, though. That that one where he rolled his ankle and he had like a swollen right ankle and he still won. That was incredible. I mean, they ended up losing that series. In terms but, of legacy, bro, I don't know, man. CP3. I don't know. I, I, feel like, I feel like that's a discussion to be had. Yeah. Throwing we can have that throwing a little spice in there. Yeah, throwing a little spice in there. We'll, yeah. we'll have one eventually. Yeah. We'll probably have a, a pod for that. Yeah, but, but again, you know, if, if CP3 were to win this this finals, I think he definitely moves ahead of. Yeah, you guys have him top three. Top I would have. Three. I would I have him in my top, top three five. now. Anyway, yeah. You, yeah regardless, you have him top. Uh, regardless, yeah. that's that's fair. I, that's I don't fair. I don't think rings are end all be all. Just no, no for sure they're yeah. not. I, yeah. I would never do that. Yeah. that's just a disrespect. This isn't a rings pod. This isn't. This is not a. If you don't have rings, you don't. You're on the conversation. I don't care. Like, it's just helps the legacy yeah for helps. sure 100%. but it's not my yeah. number one it's important it's, just it's important not it's just not my number, yeah. number one yeah it's discrediting a lot of great players right but you have them so right now you have them behind curry can you give uh your thoughts on what he could do to get past curry because you were talking about that yeah before. so i mean this is all hypothetical again yeah. we can say almost confidently they're winning a ring this year right if chris paul gets finals mvp this year this is what i was saying earlier i'll yeah. pod but if CP3 gets finals MVP this year, and somehow, some way, the Phoenix Suns are just, they got better, and they win another ring next year, and somehow, some way, he wins a finals MVP again, I'm putting him ahead of Curry. And, like, that's a little bit spicy, but to be the best player in the finals twice, back-to-back years, to win back-to-back is so difficult. Even the Warriors proved that. Mm. They needed KD to do it. Yeah. They couldn't even do it yeah. the first time. Mm-hmm. with a team that was the greatest regular season team of all time. So if you could go back-to-back winning a finals and you win finals MVP twice. Yeah, that's goaded. That's, that's yeah. I, I don't know how I can touch CP3. Like, I, no, I mean, he, he Magic's ahead of him, yeah. obviously. But yeah, like, of course. But, like, what else can I even say about I agree the guy? With you. He's, I agree he's with you the 100%. most complete point guard that we've seen in our lifetime. And Curry, Curry this would be, you know... Hypothetically, hypothetical, with, and Curry still has a long way to go. Yeah, this is without but, us knowing what Curry will do. You know, you do. look at CP3's career, and it feels like he's underrated. In the, I mean, maybe not before this finals now that he's has all the hype behind him, but going, you know, even before this finals, Ben, you were saying you had him, you know, a top three. So, where, did you think CP3 was underrated coming into, yeah. let's say, this uh, playoff run? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And we, we I, th- I think we talked about it off part two. Like, I think I, I debated with you once because you were you were saying, oh, I think Stockton's better, like, for whatever. I forgot what reasons you gave me, whatever. Right. But I, 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 I just guy. always have to – well, I don't remember. We were we were debating we were CP3 with somebody guards. else. Yeah. yeah, I was, like, point guards. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like CP3 is a little underappreciated. Oh, CP3 is Steve Nash. I remember now. That's oh, was it? Yeah. Steve yeah. Is, see, we all have him ahead of Steve Nash. He was yeah, a little. Now we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. He was always a little underappreciated to me because, and I, I've mentioned this before, like on other episodes, how we live in a very like ring heavy culture. Even though, yeah. even though all three of us agree that rings aren't the end all be all, but that's just not like the narratives that we see like on TV and stuff. Absolutely. Everybody wants yeah. to talk about the rings and whatever else. Oops. And yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if you go on first take, all the conversation is all right. Uh, Magic has five rings. But does and, he have the we rings? All agree it's Magic's always like best, Jordan, like Jordan Lebron. Oh, it's, yeah. Lebron has he's whatever three and six or whatever he is, or four and six, whatever he yeah. is. Oh, but Jordan's six and oh, so he's better. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I hate the rings debate. So the rings yeah. debate, it just takes all the nuance out of the conversation. It, and like, can we talk about how they play? If we ever dabble into the NFL, I'll go on an entire Tom Brady episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> oh, the world isn't ready for that take. <laughs> The world is, I feel like the Tom Brady, I'll keep it to myself. The Tom Brady media monster would come and just cancel 
cancel us. We like, are we are not going to do that because yeah. I am. I'm not. I'm afraid of Tom Brady. That's our. I'm not even afraid of Tom Brady. I agree with Tom Brady, so I'm not going to get into this. Let's get yeah. back to basketball. Let's get back to basketball. <laughs> but um, fair enough. But yeah, I, I think uh, you know that CB3 Steve Nash debate that we were having yeah. a while ago uh, off pod. Um, I think that was interesting just because they're both obviously of this era. Um, obviously Steve Nash, you know, a little earlier, but similar type of players, point, point God type of player, you yeah. know, what, what is a point God is to somebody who's a pass first point guard sets up their other guys, but can also do it all. They're both three level scorers or, you know, incredible teammates, leaders. Uh, why in your mind is CB three ahead of Steve Nash? Well, I mean, at this point now it's the one is the finals appearance again. Like, again, we said, we don't care about rings, but like making finals is important. Yes. Like we, it, like, for example, Carmelo Anthony, he's never been in a conversation for, like, anything other than great score. And he's right. never even number one anymore. Like, we put KD up there. And he had, in his prime, he had the talent to be, right. you know, the one and of those like, top guys. So, like, making a finals is important. And Especially with Phoenix, who have not right. been well yeah. run for a while. So, with the Steve Nash thing, the again, you can even say they both had the same bad luck. Different types of bad luck. But, like, the Steve Nash runs, they definitely should have made the finals at least twice. Mm-hmm. There yeah. were two finals that they mm-hmm. should have made, mm-hmm. and they just and they just didn't. They they couldn't do it. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of the playoff misfortune until now for CP3, I put the parallels together against CP3. Way better defender, no debate there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, that goes without mentioning. That, yeah. That's a, it's not even close. And then yeah. the thing with Steve Nash for me was 50-40-90 mm-hmm. almost every season. Yeah, like he he's a 50-40-90 guy. Efficiency at its all time high. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash also was playing before the era of what Chris Paul was playing in sense that... Yeah, more of a freedom of scoring. It was more of a freedom of scoring now than there was back then. Mm -hmm. And Steve Nash was more of a primarily passer. He was a facilitator first. CP3's not... I wouldn't say he's not a facilitator first, but he definitely has a scoring threat to him that Steve Nash was not at least exposed to until later in his career. So that's... That's another thing with Steve Nash. And then the MVPs. Steve Nash is one MVP. Again, you can debate that Shaq should have gone there or kobe that year but at the end of the day he's got two mvps he was deserving he was he was he was the best player in the league for yeah. two seasons and yeah. arguably top three if you don't want to give him the mvp moniker you know right he was top three in the league twice right like and it feels like uh chris paul go, you know comparing those two suns teams it's, it's kind of funny that they both ended up having their best years on the suns um yeah. but Steve Nash found the perfect coach for him in D'Antoni. Yeah. It feels like CP3. Monty Williams isn't the perfect coach, but he's a coach that uh, personality-wise, you know, obviously they had their first go-around in New Orleans, but now here uh, it seems like it's going, they're fitting very well in terms of that leadership, and we both agree that Monty Williams is like a freaking leader of men. Um, And so they both found finally found the systems that work best for themselves. Maybe if, if Chris Paul had gotten here a little earlier, um in his career you know he'd be having those same type of numbers that steve nash put up who knows yeah um but we all i think we all agree that talent wise you know there's not a lot of disparity between the two and if you're going for defense i mean i mean, I mean we don't even have yeah. to talk about that yeah. cp3 is a all-time defender yeah but can, can you give us betty because i know you're a cp3 stand can you give us <laughs> the the kind of rundown on on cp3's career especially him going to teams and just making them relevant like this is why he's underappreciated. Yeah. I'm pretending go. to whip out a massive book. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a notebook. 
Charge this grab. It's definitely just the phone. It's but, definitely uh, just his notes yeah. app on the phone. But the yeah, list, just a regular notes app titled Chris Paul. The list <laughs> that this man has on why Chris Paul is underappreciated is actually kind of impressive. Yeah. Like before we even started, I saw this on his phone and I was like, so he's talking about CP3 for the next 10 minutes, yeah, right? Props. Like, big like he, big ups. This is the Benny segment right here. 100%. Give or take. Yeah, this is... Yeah, carry us like, like uh, carry the us. rest of the Suns and, and your CP3. Okay. Carry yeah. us like Giannis <laughs> is trying with the Bucks. <laughs> so I think we all agreed that Chris Paul was underappreciated. Yeah. I think, again, it comes back to the whole ring culture that we have. If he had been exposed to more big games, conference finals, NBA finals, he wouldn't be underappreciated. He would be respected as much as he should be as what he's getting now is what he always would have had i'm not going to go into new orleans those teams were garbage yeah they're his best oh, his, his oh. he had david west which is fine mm-hmm. i don't want to call him garbage those either. teams are garbage oh. stop they, didn't they stop. make conference finals stop one year? it easy yeah they, no they didn't i'm almost positive no, they did not. They oh, went, maybe know. they went to that's game a, seven in the second round question. yeah the second round is as far as they that got that wasn't a horrendous team either it was not it was definitely not the right good. team but it wasn't a horrendous team well, it was to me, it was pretty st- bad. It was in the middle of a stacked Western Conference. It was pretty so. no. Either way, it was still pretty was bad for me. It. Like you, you keep going with your list, but at yeah. the end of your list, because I know you're not talking on New Orleans a lot. I'm regardless, you. regardless, if you had like one more player that was good, it wasn't going to change anything because the rest of that roster that, that's was not good. David West was the second best player, which was fine. And then just sticking with New Orleans for a little bit longer, third best player was probably like I don't know Trevor Ariza or something. Yeah, at least in his last couple of seasons Tyson while he was Chandler. there. Or Tyson Chandler. He was good. He was good. In that yeah. era. Yeah. 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 Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Respect my Hornets, right? <laughs> 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 Easy the Hornets stand. Secret Hornets stand. He goes to the Clippers in 2012. Yeah. Plays Memphis in the first round. The grid and grind. Mm-hmm. Groin injury. First round. Blake Griffin. Knee sprain. Immediately. They're able to win the series. But... Blake was not the same. Yeah, they weren't going to get so that. Both of them got hurt. Chris Paul got hurt with the groin injury, and Blake Griffin wrecked his knee. They both weren't the same. They beat Memphis, but they lost in the next round. I forgot who they played. I think it was San Antonio. Yeah. But they, they lost. I think they actually got swept. So that was one year that was wasted. The Clippers, obviously, obviously, as soon as you talk about the relevant stuff, obviously, as soon as he got there, the Clippers started winning basketball games. Yeah, that's their regular season impressive. numbers. They broke franchise records almost every season. Yeah, rags to riches. Yeah, rags to riches immediately. Yeah. 2013, Memphis again. They're up 2-0 on the Memphis Grizzlies. They lost the next four games. Chris right, Paul, dude. you could say, was that Chris Paul's fault? Chris Paul put up a very efficient 23-6-4. They had a franchise record in wins in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But what happens was, Blake Griffin gets hurt. I think it was game four or game five. I wrote game very five, but I wasn't thread, sure. Blake Griffin getting hurt. <laughs> Blake Griffin gets hurt. Yeah. They lose the rest shock. of the games. Yeah. Even though Chris Paul played well. You yeah. can't say that it was because he choked or whatever else. 2014. Here you can hear he gets a little bit of blame, but it's still pretty ridiculous how they lost the series. If you guys remember, it was against the Oklahoma City Thunder, mm. and it was 2-2. Game five, they were up seven points with like 40 seconds left. Right. Any team that's ever been in that situation wins yeah, that they game. they close it out. Yeah. <laughs> Not unless you're the Spurs. You won't, wins yeah. that game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true, 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 true. San Antonio, yeah. <laughs> not a Heat fan. <laughs> Spurs. Not number one Heat fan, but uh, it's, just, it's just facts. I'll always take the chance to shit on the Spurs. But yeah, continue. OKC made a lot of ridiculous three-pointers, whether it was Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul did have two bad turnovers. There were also really bad calls, which the NBA didn't even have the testicular fortitude to correct. 
on their little their little like really meaningless um post game reports. Oh yeah, too many. They report. said they got the right yeah. calls. They did not. Right. There was a Chris Paul foul on Russell Westbrook that was a three pointer. It was very sus, very light call. Yeah. And then there was a uh, I wrote it down. What was but it? Oh, it was not a bounce play. There was not a bounce play where it should have been Clippers ball. They didn't call it. They gave it to the Thunder. They went to video review. They said there's not enough to overturn. Fair enough. They gave it to the to the Thunder, and then Kevin Durant made a game winning shot, right. and that was calls it. happen though. Like I'm not calls happen. Calls, calls happen. Calls happen. It's just like reason. the the mountain. The shit. moment that it happened was very unfortunate. Right. Yeah. Okay. The moment that it happened was very unfortunate, and they ended up losing the next game even though chris paul for the whole for the rest of the series he did play well he just had those two bad turnovers 2015 record-breaking regular seasons for the clippers they played the defending champion san antonio spurs in the first round they got it was an unlucky match i'm not saying that this is unlucky for chris paul but it's just you wouldn't want to play the spurs in any round no less the first round when you have such high a lot of pressure such high expectations that game goes to seven so it was a seven game series chris paul played amazing I'll get into his numbers in a little bit. But Chris Paul, in Chris Paul fashion, also got hurt in, ga- in Game 7 where he ripped his hamstring. Mm. He was able to make the series-winning the series winning shot at the end of that game. But he wasn't the same after that. He had to miss the first two games against Houston. Yeah, but you say it's fine. Houston was, you know. But you say it's fine because the Clippers still went up 3-1 on the Houston Rockets. You say it's fine. And this, <laughs> this was their infamous 3-1 lead that they blew. Yeah. Where they had, especially in Game Six, where they had a 19-point lead at home. Yeah, at that point, that's that's just bad. And in that game, Chris Paul, you would say, "What the hell, Chris Paul?" Chris Paul had over 30 points in that game, okay, so he well, was yeah. actually playing really well. I'd love to know the numbers on that, though. Like for the rest of the team. Yeah. I'd love oh to know, no, yeah. I'd love to know yeah. what happened. You can imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. You can imagine. And overall, for the series, he played well. He had he was 21, 10 assists, four rebounds on 49, 40, 91 shooting. What year is this again? 2015. 2015? Okay. It came yeah. up on Google as a search, so we're yeah, going to... I'll get into this afterward, but... Yeah. Yeah. Some things I'll say after about everything you're saying right now, but that'll be one of them. Keep going. Yeah, let's, let's keep going. With 2016, that. we're in year four of the Clippers experiment. <laughs> <laughs> at, this point, at this point, it goes from almost championship contender to experiment. <laughs> like experiment. The, it, it's been downgraded. Now yeah. we're not even sure if this We've is We've run through the, Obama, yeah. the both Obama terms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> They still have a great regular season. They play the Portland Trail Blazers. They're up 2 1 on the Blazers. Chris Paul breaks his hand in game four. Mm. He, the Clippers lose the series yep. 4 2. Out of play. He couldn't play. 2017. Blake Griffin injures his foot in game three. They didn't come back. I actually forgot to write who they were playing. But Which year? 2017. Oh my God. that's so It's so rough to be remembering things. I forgot who they were playing. They were playing he was I think it was Utah right or something. Yeah. I think it was Utah. I'll look this up. It afterward. was Utah. It was Utah. It was Utah. <laughs> He injures his foot in game three. He didn't come back. The Clippers losing seven. So it was basically just Chris Paul against the world. Against yeah. the, that Utah yeah. team, that Utah team was, was pretty good. They ended up losing the series. And though Chris Paul put up 25, 10, five rebounds, almost two assists on 49, 37, 88 shooting. Yeah. Was Ricky Rubio on that Utah team? Was the what? Was Rubio on that Utah team? Uh, no, I, think I have no idea. I, think so, yeah. I have no okay. idea. I remember they had that game where Joe Johnson beat him by himself. Oh, okay. by themselves. Ricky Rubio was Joe. there. Um, was it last year? Or the year before that. The year before that. Yeah. yeah. So 2019. Okay. 2018-ish. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was that was the end of Chris Paul's time with the Clippers. Now the 2018. The, the dregs of, of, of Chris Paul. <laughs> 2018 was fine. So this is this is why I became such a Chris Paul stand because every year I wanted to see him play late into the playoffs Quality, and every like sing- actual important basketball. Yes, yeah. and every single year something like this would happen. So when he finally gets traded to Houston. 
they were my pick to the to go to the finals from the very beginning. Yeah. Even though even though the Warriors had Kevin Durant, it might yes. have been a little too Stanny, <laughs> but right. it would have yeah. been a little bit too uh, clouded judgment, I guess you but would a say. A lot of faith in too Mike. Too much bias. Yeah. I had a lot of faith in Mike. I, I mean, I, I did too. It's just he, I, he can't win a championship. As a Warriors fan, and I thought I was gonna be so right. Yeah. And I thought I was gonna you, be I right. I mean, you looked like you were gonna be. They had a, first year. a sixty-five win yeah. regular season. That yeah. team was unbelievable. And I actually actually had a point here on recency bias when I was talking about. Because I was talking about Golden State, right? Where you, everyone, everybody probably would say that Golden State was infinitely better. But if you do go back into that time and you do try to look at both teams, not maybe not talent from top to bottom. Obviously, Golden State wins that. But just how well they were playing, like those two teams, in my opinion, were a lot closer than people remember, or at least that people want to remember. Especially because the Warriors obviously went on to sweep the Cavs in the finals that year. Right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No. That that. Uh, I think he would have won a ring. Matchups in the finals were basically sorry in the playoffs were basically the finals because whoever was getting out of there was gonna. This was the most painful the year of my Chris Paul standum. Yes. Because yeah. I really believe that this was gonna be the year that they were gonna win the finals, yeah. and I st- still really believe that they were gonna get a ring this year. But as we all know, they were up three two, mm-hmm. game six. I think they're playing in Golden State, and Chris Paul again. Rex is hamstring. He can't play game six. He can't, or he he can't play the rest of game six, and he couldn't play in game seven. <sighs> this is the part that hurts the <laughs> most. Yeah, as a Warriors fan, I will admit we were losing that series of Chris. Oh, Paul they were totally. Losing. And like, Chris Paul was was playing the best, uh, right? You know, on and, Houston, and not even just than, that. Than James Harden, like James Harden didn't have all the weight to carry no. if he was playing game six and yeah. seven. Which in turn means you're winning that series. Yeah. <laughs> because if James Harden is your well, then he's gonna say it right now. So. It, it was very obvious that Chris Paul was the engine in that series for the for He was the, the engine of the Rockets, Rockets yeah. and every team he's been in the playoffs with. Big facts. I think that this injury was waiting to happen because I was looking at his the minutes, dude. At his shoot yeah, yeah. His, the minutes and his shooting splits in the last series and then this one against the Warriors, he was shooting uh, forty um excuse me. In the second round series he was he was shooting forty eight percent from the field. This which is very good. This twenty eighteen. Two thousand eighteen, yeah. Okay. yeah. Against the Warriors, he only shot forty percent from the field, so I think he had a lot of wear on him, and I think his hamstring was maybe he took out his legs from him a little bit. Yeah, and then eventually he just he he tore his hamstring. You said you said it was twenty eighteen, yeah, yeah. the first Houston year. He was averaging thirty six minutes a game in the playoffs overall, not yeah. just like yeah, that's not just in of, that series. That's, that's a lot of run for a guy who's already had hamstring issues. Yeah. And without could, it's, if you have it up, could you yeah. check the score for Game Seven? That is a legendary game. Um, I'll keep talking while you pull it yeah, up. Yeah, but yeah. I have a feeling, and this is just my sneaky suspicion, it could be a hot take. Mm-hmm. The NBA is not rigged. That if Chris Paul was playing in Game 7, I have a sneaky suspicion yeah. that the Rockets don't have a 27-point oh, yeah. oh, shot yeah. miss <laughs> you think? Yeah. record. Because I think Chris Paul probably would have made one. Well, because Chris Paul also would have prevented them from taking threes. <laughs> he would have told, he would have just slapped them all in the face and be like, all right, uh, we're going to try something different. All right, uh, the Rockets were in that game the entire game. Despite missing despite yes. missing that many three-point shots yes. without Chris Paul, no doubt in my mind, if Chris Paul plays that game, I think the Rockets win you, that game. Win that do series. you want the burden of knowing the numbers? I have the numbers. <sighs> yeah, let's hear the numbers. All right. I'm going to go down the starting lineup list, all right? We're going to start with P.J. Tucker. Um, two for five from three, 40%. Not bad for P.J. Tucker standards, 14 points, five for nine shooting. James Harden, 12 for 29, 41% shooting. Two for 13 from three. Fifteen percent. Um, not to mention, I think Harden was MVP that year too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, too. he was. Yes. And Harden had five turnovers that game. PJ Tucker had three. Just disgraceful. I'll point this out. Disgraceful. Um, <laughs> Trevor Ariza. This is this is the big one. Um, o for twelve shooting. Gah. O for nine from three. Eesh. And uh, 
Yeah, just really bad. Eric Gordon, a scorer. Yes, no, he was very important on that team. A 9 for 22 shooting night, 2 for 12 from 3, 16% from 3. It's embarrassing, bro. Game 7. No, you you missed those those three-point shots. It ends up in log rebounds. They almost won game. I'm pretty sure they almost won game 6, too. Gerald Green. Oh, I'm not Gerald done. Green. I forgot Joe Bench Green player. This is a bench player. Because yeah. I'm not going to go Clint Capella because obviously he shot well. He's a yeah. center. No, quote-unquote three-point specialist. Gerald Green, one <laughs> yeah. for seven, one for four from three, off the bench playing 20 minutes. Yeah. So obviously there was a shooting issue on yeah, this so, team. Yeah, I, for that game. <laughs> for that game yeah. at least. Yeah. But please, keep going, baby. I got two more years. Yeah. <laughs> I got two more years. <laughs> Can't imagine how Chris Paul feels if Benny feels God. like this. 16 yeah. years of this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. At this point, we're like, what, 14 years or 15 years into yeah. his career? Like, basically. 16, 16. So yeah. No, like in, in 20. Oh, anywhere but, you are right now. Yeah, yeah, of course. On the timeline. Yeah. 2019, he's still on the Houston Rockets, but he looked old. He didn't have a good year. Yeah, he didn't um, have a good year. They played Golden State again in the first round. They lost in six, even though Kevin Durant missed game six. Mm. They still lost the series. And that was it. After that, the, the team kind of fell apart. Uh, Chris Paul and James Harden started bumping heads a lot. And a lot of people started like, like, Chris Paul's value went down really bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Around that time, Big especially because he had a really... At the time, it was a really bad contract. He was making, like, 40 44 million. million. 44 mil. Yeah, 44 mil. 44 mil. Yeah. He gets traded to OKC, and people see that that's the end of his, of his, I co- of his career as a star. I thought that he was He was it. lost. There's no we way We all did. Even I did, bro. It was yeah. so hard. It was so hard to, like, <laughs> to come to terms with that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, tank. I got to see this guy playing OKC. I'm pretty sure they were projected a top five lottery pick. They were. They were. I'm almost positive. Before the season started, they were bottom ranked. Yeah, they were definitely not projected to be anywhere close to playoff contention. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it ended up being actually an amazing season yeah, for him incredible. personally, like his career, like his image, and for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shea Gilgis especially. Yeah, yeah for, for a long time, uh, Chris Paul, you could see his end-of-season numbers. It was like 18 points or something, so it's not that that crazy. But for a, a while during the season, he was seen as a legitimate MVP candidate. He was actually the clutchest, the most clutch player statistically in the NBA that season. In games decided by it within the last four minutes in the games decided by five points or less. Okay. On fifty two percent from the field, thirty seven from three, ninety two percent from the line. No player was better than him. And the Oklahoma City Thunder's record, no team had a better record in those situations than the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine and fourteen. Whew. Because of Chris Paul. And he carried that team to the playoffs. That's a and gr- he that came team really was close. Garbage outside of that, their their starting lineup. That team was really. And bad. they came really close within one point in Game Seven of beating <laughs> yeah. the Rockets yes. in the first round yes. of the playoffs. With their uh, recently acquired Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Yeah, yeah, that amazing combination. Yeah. That was, so we that had was it was like most it was mostly injuries whether it was to him or like to his teammates at the first like whatever 14, 13 years of his career. Two thousand eighteen, again he got hurt and then the team choked when the the team without him could have won it if they didn't miss all those shots yeah he 2019 finals appearance 2019 he had a bad year what yeah. it happens he's old 2020 he comes back and it yeah. didn't work out he lost by a point but now 2020 everything is aligning for him perfectly yeah it's an incredible bounce back story. yeah i got a really few is. notes based on benny's um, go for it easy could i really quick could i say something else yeah, yeah, yeah he i remember i listened to his podcast or not his podcast but he was a guest on jj reddick's podcast okay right and jj reddick was talking about those clippers teams how mm-hmm. they should have won mm-hmm and they didn't. And JJ Reddick was talking like um, very much defeated. JJ Reddick was talking like, you know, that was our chance. You know, you and me were both old. Not not word for word, but that's pretty much the idea yeah, he was yeah. saying. Like later in their careers. Yeah, like you know, you were thinking, you know, that was like our chance for us to finally do it, and it didn't happen. So it's like you know, we don't think we're gonna get that chance again. And Chris Paul like immediately was like, 
I'm not old and like even though they're like the same age he's like no 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 it's like it's gonna happen for me like I know it's gonna happen for me like I don't know about you JJ what's gonna happen for me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you JJ you, he's like, you, you might tell Philly. yourself yeah yeah he's like you yeah. tell yourself you're old you say you're you say that was your last chance yeah. and not for me I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen yeah man yeah mindset yeah uh, yeah top top five mindset of all time but it's incredible yeah but um couple notes go for it imagine how much sooner he would have gone a ring had the Lakers trade gone through yeah, that's that's definitely That'd one be, of those what ifs. That's, that's definitely one issue. of those yeah. what ifs where you're yeah. like, wow, just because an NBA, the NBA owned the team, right? They decided that trade wasn't good for the league, but the one to the Clippers was. You know, it would have been for sure like a uh, him and Kobe butt heads the first year, but then oh, they figured it out right. So it's and like Kobe those, was actually a beast that, that first. Yeah, year. no, he was. That great. was the tail end of his. Two that was a, yeah, that he was, was a, his he was a the end of his prime there right. those last couple years. That year, yeah. Kobe dropped like twenty eight points. And a game. keep in mind, they weren't trading Pau Gasol. They were, yeah, they were, they were not, trading yeah. Lamar Odom. They, they been, sort of fleeced the Hornets there. <laughs> it was a fleece. Yeah. But the Hornets still got fleeced by the right. Clippers. Which is why the league denied it, supposedly. Right. But. So they just wanted another team to be relevant yeah. in LA. That's exactly. what they wanted. Right. So you would have had Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant, Pau Gasol, Andrew Bynum before mm-hmm. the injuries. Yeah. No, good Andrew Bynum. A good Andrew, good Andrew Bynum. Bynum. Yeah. That team wins a ring. Oh, I, I don't. There's no question about it. I don't know how. Look it what look at what CP3 is doing now with Devin Booker. Right, that that team would have won a ring. They would have snuck yeah. one. They maybe would have won one more, and maybe that was it. Maybe Kobe would have gotten still injured. Bynum would have been injured, and like sure, Pagasol sure. gets old. Even though Pagasol had you, they two All Star years in Chicago, so like I'm not. Yeah, Pagasol is not done. At, so when, yeah. So point being, imagine what would have happened with that team. We, who knows? The other note. I want no disrespect on David West. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. But respect on his name. He, he wasn't bad, but he I think won, oh, the, he I think he, he was a 20-per-game scorer, but I think because it was necessary considering the rest of the roster. I don't want any David West disrespect. <laughs> no, it's not disrespect. No, no. <laughs> he was a good player. Let me get into David West. You're going to listen to me get into David West, all right? He, he, this is because this, this is a Warriors yeah, thing, I, by I the way. This, so a, right this is a Warriors thing. You want to ring with the Warriors. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is definitely some Warriors thing. He was like thing. an important bench player. For part His me, Warriors blood is boiling. Yes, <laughs> a part of me is because you're disrespecting David West. Incredibly. <laughs> Golden State Warrior lifer David West. Because he hit like a buzzer beater in the finals or something. I don't remember. I think he did. I think he did. I don't know. He was like the biggest cat ever. Point being, David West in that series. By the way, which one? The Hornets one that they made the quarter, oh, the semi, the, semifinal. the quarter, the semifinal, the semifinal Western right. semifinal, second round, second round. It was a three-four loss to the Spurs. Yeah, no, Spurs. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good run. It was, was a good run. Great bound. run. Yeah, David West in that series. All right, CB three had fifty percent, but he shot twenty percent from three. All right, so your boy was playing well. Well, it was like what his second season or something. That was not. Nah, that was definitely. Oh yeah, it was. I think. Yeah, I think that was. Maybe second or third year. Yeah, around there. David West, 20 points a game. Like you said, 45% from the field. Great. Nine rebounds a game. Great. 2.4 assists. Not great. He's in no, Whatever. Okay. He doesn't He's have to do that. that. That's 1.4 steals a game as a power forward. That's pretty good. Two, two blocks a game. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, My guy was yeah. a two-time All-Star with CP3. <laughs> I don't what about you... without him? What about without him? Yeah, I was just wondering. Say, it, it sounds like CP3 kind just of just wondering. Like, <laughs> <two-time> all star. <laughs> all, right. all right, that's great. So was fucking Blake Griffin. So were all these other no, guys. No, I agree. I want yeah, no I disrespect on David West. All right, but that, the, the, I think Betty's point is that that team overall was. You could have blamed yeah, the, okay, yeah. blame the rest of the team, but I don't want any disrespect right, on two time all star David West. I, I did say it was fine. I didn't say it was a bad second option. It was fine. We respect. He was serviceable. Podcast. This is David West podcast. Pro David West, friend of the. David we're, we're in the we're in the tank for David West right now. Listen, man, 
That, that, that was my note. I was, I was just okay. really... No, I was Something really about David that. West, when I was looking him up just to see how well he played with CP3, yeah. I accidentally mistyped it. I put Davis West. I didn't think it was going to matter because Google knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Google had no idea what I was trying to say. <laughs> He's so irrelevant. I'm not bullshitting you. <laughs> I, I went through so many Facebook profiles. <laughs> I'm Davis not taking West. David West slander. I, I just won't. I won't, I, won't, I won't allow it. There's anything that gets easy going. He's, it's he's, David been, West he's been the second most important player on two teams that like made runs arguably the two finals teams that he was with the Warriors no I was talking it was about the yeah, I was, I was talking it was those teams about. right oh, like, it was those runs <laughs> meaning like playoff yeah. runs playoff runs playoff runs yeah, yeah. No, I, was, I was just busting your balls I know you're busting my balls <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing with CP3 fans a <laughs> <laughs> stand like Benny just grind boys out here all they do is just hustle <laughs> grinds my gears out here grinds my gears you know what really grinds my gears um, but um yeah no I mean just going back to CP3 yeah it's I mean, you heard the whole list. I mean, uh, I don't know how else I could expand on his playoff misfortune, but it's still great seeing him, you know, getting the run he deserves, you know? it's Yeah, the CP3 shine is overdue, well-deserved. Um, and I think that's what the NBA is really happy about right now. And I yeah, think that's why it's really wholesome, guy. man. It's really nice. That's what I was going to That's why I think I mentioned this the other day off pod where, you know, it's nice that you can see somebody's career take so many peaks and valleys over 16 years. And in year 16, he's the best player on a, a championship team. We all think At least gonna, in the finals, he's been the best player. Ice in the yeah. finals. And, and the most important player. You know, so a guy who's so important in NBA history, yeah. at least for the 2000s, you know, it's just it's just nice that in the NBA and in sports in general, you can just look back on somebody's career and really. And it finally came out on top. It's so Kinda, interesting. You can root for somebody for so long, and then if they lose this series, you guys, okay, nobody's so gonna was, hear from me for a long time. So I was oh, gonna yeah, say, yeah. we're no, saying but, yeah. all this with the knowledge that we assume they're gonna win. Right again, it's if it's, they, if they lose this right series. Now. Oh my god, I, I'm I'm off the pod. I'm off the grid. I, off the grid. I don't know what we'd even do. We have to like, cancel the the whole. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm calling in sick for the next few. Well, episodes. look, I mean, either way, I think our takes uh, still stand. Uh, whether they or not, they win. We all think CP3 is still a top five point card of all time. So. He is, but yeah. man, it's tough. It'd be tough. Lose. It'd be tough. CP3 better not fuck. Especially this up if he gets hurt. If he gets hurt and they lose the series, I'll never. No, I'll just, if he gets yeah, hurt, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with gonna, basketball. I'm gonna stop playing basketball. Well, yeah, 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 even exactly. if he gets we both hurt, said the same thing. I'm done with it. I'm done with the sport. Yeah, I'm done with the sport. Moving on. My love for basketball. We're moving on to the Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, just gonna talk about that for the next five podcasts. Because my God, that is just. That'd be so unlucky, but yeah. this is on the assumption that the whole world is, you know, nice, and we're just gonna get CP3. Yeah, winning, and you know? know, we got a nice story out of this. Uh, yeah. We're all rooting for it. I think if you're an NBA fan, who you gotta you? be rooting for. If it. you're a neutral NBA fan, yeah, bro, you, you gotta be rooting for. Everyone's CP3. gotta be rooting for yeah. the Suns. I think you, Giannis. So we all agree, Giannis has other runs in him. No, I, really, you think this is a hot take? I don't think this team. Milwaukee or his he has the age oh, though, but he has he has yeah. the age where you could say he he could have. Because again, going back to CP3, Chris Paul could have been five different points in CP3's career. Like, oh, this is it. Just go to another team. But again, yeah, with this Bucks team, this well, yeah, is I agree. With the Bucks, it's it. kind of tough. I'm I don't again going yeah. back. All they can do is pick similar guys to try to switch the formula, but the formula and route is set. You can't change this yeah. lineup. You got Giannis, Chris, and Drew. That's yeah. your core. Like you're riding with it. You. Have I love no Middleton picks. though. Middleton these playoffs has been incredible. I love Middleton. Yeah, but he's not playing well in the finals. And the, he yeah, he's not. He's not. Like. Again, it could happen another year, but yeah. will it? It happened on the Clippers teams, though, where it was Chris Paul, Blake, and DeAndre Jordan. You can't really move from that. Like, right. That's, right what, that's what what you're like. It's agreeing. Like, this is the same yeah. thing that I'm saying. Yeah, but like, I think the problem there was also DeAndre Jordan because, unfortunately, the league kind of went moved past him. And now. But for that system, it made sense. 
At the time, at, at least the in the regular time. season. Yeah, the but thing, you know, I, with Middleton and Drew, you can still build a good core. You know what the difference is with the Mikel Bridges. Yeah, I know those players. Those types of players are super important. Yeah, you, you got go. a bunch of shooters, but they can't play defense. Yeah. Great. I don't know what PJ Tucker is doing out there in the series. Just, just to go back really briefly to the I finals, I just have no idea. What I can PJ stay Tucker's on the Bucks if we still got time. How many, what, are we, what are we at? Oh, uh, we're at fifty-five. Let's, oh, uh, yeah, I was thinking we, wrap it up. We'll talk about. Yeah, we, we we'll, we'll give our thoughts time. probably uh, once the the series is wrapped up and we have a winner. Yeah, well, we can I mean, do we can, a deep dive into the. He Bucks. can still redeem himself. Yeah, we yeah. can still we can talk after the games. Um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, we'll we're we're getting going here with three dudes one hoop, and we'll be able to get more content out. But um. But yeah, it's it's a really interesting finals, and we're all we're all rooting for CP3 here. We need CP3 to get this. We right. need CP3 to get, especially after this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that wraps it up, man. Uh, you know, look out for more of our content, and like Easy said, we'll be doing more reactionary stuff pretty soon. And thanks for listening. Take it easy, y'all. All right.